The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning, my friends, and welcome back to this Tuesday edition of the Source of Truth podcast as we take a few minutes today in God's Word and to learn from it and to be encouraged in it. And we hope that we'll do that as well as we study just for a few minutes from the book of Psalm chapter 89. So if you're following along with us uh, on your tablet or your phone or in your actual, in actually your Bible, uh, we'll be in Psalm chapter 89. We, we studied last time a couple verses, the beginning of this, and we're gonna continue in this study as we look down at verse number 15. So we're gonna jump down there and uh, we're gonna go back and look a little bit at the verses prior, but I really want to focus our attention down at a couple words down in verse 15 as we begin the premise that I think will help us and, and, and desire to always understand. Now, please understand when I say, when I use terms like looking at how this is relevant, a lot of times preachers, what they do is they change what the Bible says um, to make it relevant to the world. And I, I don't believe that's necessary. I believe that the Bible is extremely relevant to what you deal with. I think it's extremely relevant. I th- honestly, I think there is no more relevant bit of information out there than the Bible. It is totally sufficient to our needs and our questions and our concerns, and today is no different there. I think what happens is we try so hard to change it that we lose the relevance of it. So what we wanna do is just read the Word of God as it is, but I think today will help us to get a better understanding, and this really has to do with finding strength in God in the midst of a chaotic day like we find ourselves into today. And by the way, I think that while today's day with everything going on is more chaotic um, than generally, it's a little more obviously chaotic, mostly just because it's, it's more in our face between 24-hour news cycle, social media, things of that nature. Obviously, it seems more chaotic because it's in our face. But to be honest with you, we'd all probably think 20 years ago, we wouldn't even know what half that was going on in the world if it weren't for social media. So I think that we do find it more chaotic, but I think we can also see God in the midst of all of it in our personal lives if we're willing to see it looked that way. So I'm going to go down to verse 15. And the psalmist said this, Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. Now, obviously, much like um, back in Psalm 23, blessed is the man, that, or Psalm 1, blessed is the man that walketh not. Blessed, the word simply just means happy. Honestly, happy, complete, fulfilled. Um, obviously, we understand that our life is not solely based on circumstantial happiness. We understand that you can find happiness when everything's not working the way you want it to. Now, we're told in James to count it joy when you fall into diverse temptation. There's a great difference between joy and happiness. I can Happiness is generally circumstantial, but I can still find joy because in the midst of sometimes bad circumstances, I know that God is still in control. But when I come back to my circumstances, um, you know, that doesn't always mean that I'm getting everything. Right. It means that I'm fine contentment and happiness, even though sometimes not everything's working the way I want them to. But I, I go back to the joy and I, I understand that God's still in control. But he says here, blessed or happy, fulfilled, complete is the people that know the joyful sound. So we look and ask the question, what is the joyful sound? Obviously, we're looking at verse 15. There are many verses prior 
to this, and I'm not going to read all of the verses previous to this. I'm going to look at two that give us an idea of what the psalmist is talking about. What is this joyful sound? Please remember that much much of the psalms are written in the idea of as a music, as a song. That's kind of what he's talking about here. So verse 8, the psalmist says, O Lord God of hosts, who is a strong Lord like unto thee? By the way, we understand that's that's to an extent a rhetorical question. He's worshiping. He's not asking this question. He's stating it as a form of worship. There is nobody strong like you, and he's saying this in the level of worship. He says, so who is strong like unto thee, or to thy faithfulness round about thee? Who around you or who like you could be strong like you? You are stronger than anyone. You are stronger than anything we know of. Now, that's true by those who surround him in heaven. It's also true by those who surround us here on earth. Some people have power, and some people seem to have influence in our lives and the lives of people around us. But the fact is, he is stronger and more faithful than them all. Verse 9, thou rulest the raging of the sea. When the waves thereof arise, thou stillest them. And he's just talking about something as powerful as the sea. And I hope you understand, this. just one level of relevance to this is you look at the hurricanes that were, what, a year, two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, as um, all these things came flooding through our part of the world, from, from starting in Louisiana all the way up through here to the Northeast. And we look at these things and we, and we, we look at all that happen and you think about the sea and the, and the raging aspect of it and you think about the you know you think about something that you love to go down to the ocean enjoy beautiful time at the ocean and how when you're just standing by the ocean and everything's calm how peaceful it is right but then there's times you go down there and a storm's coming in and you can see the violence something that is a source of great peace becomes a source of violence in a very short period of time many people in our country over the last couple of weeks have lost Everything they've owned materially is a result of an ocean, a result of things of that nature and the violence that a storm brings in. He's, so we make the relevance of it. He says, you are stronger than even these horrendous storms that come in. And, and, and so we make the application that in whatever storm God allows us in, a literal physical storm or spiritual emotional storms, things of that, and emotional storms, storms of life, whatever they may be. The And we talk about storm. It just seems like nothing's consistent. Everything's up and down and, and we struggle even to find our foundation because it's moving and the winds are blowing us all these things you can see in a storm it says you are stronger than them and so then we go back to verse 15 because we understand the the greatness and the strength and the power of almighty god happy or blessed is the people that know the joyful sound we know the truth of the great power of god the great mercy the great faithfulness of god because they shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. The people who know the truth shall walk in your in countenance. And when we see his face, we know what he's doing. We can find trust in him because we know these things to be true. We know that he is greater than our circumstances. We know that he is greater than what we may watch in the news. We know that everything we see going on right now in our world, is he's aware of. He, he's using it. I'm not saying he's directing all of it to happen, but he knew it would happen. And so in his foreknowledge to know, he knew, hey, listen, the world has to end a certain way. The world's going to all lead up to this point in in biblical history, what we know is going to happen, we call prophecy. So he knows, but he knew all these things were going to happen. Before he wrote the Bible, he knew who was going to be the president. He knew who was going to be the situation in Afghanistan, the, the, the virus, all of these things happening right now. And Whatever's going on in your life personally, he knew those things before he even created you. And then he wrote them down. He didn't give us all the details because he wants us to keep our faith in him, but he knew those things. So happy is the people who walk in his countenance and just say, 
I can't control my circumstances. I, I can't fully understand everything going on. But right now, I, I can walk in the light of the person who does. He says in verse 16, In thy name, in the name of God, shall they rejoice all the day. And in thy righteousness shall they be exalted. Verse 17, For thou art the glory of their strength. And in thy favor, our horn shall be exalted. The horn talks about the strength, the horn of an animal when you're younger, or of a bull. It just talks about the strength of them. So in thy name, we will find strength. We will be find encouragement. We will find hope. And let me tell you that it's easy to become overwhelmed. I don't know what circumstance you find yourself in. And to be honest, sometimes we find ourselves in these circumstances and Satan can convince us that because we are struggling with these things, because we're overwhelmed with these things, because we are hurting or whatever it is that we allow these things to get to us. It's easy for us to assume that we're wrong or that we're evil or that we're bad or that we're sinful or not good enough. Because, you know, Satan would tell us if you're a good Christian, no, many times we're exactly where, well, every time we're exactly where God wants us to be. God has allowed these things into our lives. It doesn't necessarily make them easier. That doesn't mean that we, that we aren't going to struggle through those things. It's in the midst of that struggle that we can come back and be reminded that God is more powerful in these things. And while he's still allowing me in them, he is more powerful. And he can deal with that. So I find my hope in that. I find my hope in his strength. I find my hope in his, in his faithfulness. I find my hope in his presence. I think that what I want to just kind of finish with is the idea of hope. We live in a day where there is little of that. You know, one point presidents talked about hope and, you know, we get the change in the hope and you know, we're not stuck where we are. And people ran to that because we are looking for hope today. And then, and unfortunately, we look to a political party, we look to the White House, we look to this, we look to that, to the places that theoretically should offer a little bit because they're, they're, the institutions are created for that. But then we find ultimately uh, they're, they're human, they're frail. And they're faulty, and I'm not criticizing any of them. Every part is. They're not perfect because they're man-based. Hope is not going to be found in anything this world can offer because it changes in such a quick pace. And we can see one day they did exactly what we hope to do. The next day, they don't. Hope is not found in those things. Hope is found in Jesus Christ alone. Hope is found in what he's done. Hope is found in his word. And that's the key. There is a chance. There is hope. There's healing. There is strength, but it's found in him. So we look back at the idea of blessed or happy as the people. The word you can find is hope because in a, today's day and age, in the circumstances that make no sense, in the situations that might bring uh, intimidation or might bring fear into your life, you can't eliminate those. And so the answer to those is this, there hope. You know, we can endure strength. We can endure struggles. We can endure trials. We can endure what God allows us in. If we have hope, then things aren't ending here. We have hope. That this is not how it's all going to end. That we're not, this is, you know, what we're looking at is not going to be our end or it's not going to continue to get worse. While some of it may, we have hope that God knows what's going on. And it's that hope that we find strength in. It's that hope that we find our confidence in. It's that hope that we go through and we do her and we find joy and we can be happy. And we can say, you know what, I don't like everything going on, but I'm going to be happy in spite of it because God's in control. And because of that, there is hope. Obviously, that hope comes from those of us who have placed our faith in Jesus. I'm not saying you're perfect like that, or perfect, we're not. I'm not saying you have to be, believe exactly like us. I'm not even talking about different denominations or things of that nature. The key to what I'm mentioning is have you put your personal faith in Jesus Christ? Not church, not baptism, not religion, but in Jesus. Have you recognized that you're a sinner in need of a Savior? Have you recognized Jesus as God and called upon him and pled and asked him to be your Savior? 
The Bible says, whosoever should call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Have you done that today? If not, I encourage you to do that. I encourage you to seek him out. I encourage you to call upon him. Because hope is not found in church. Hope is not found in religion. It's found in Jesus. Now, once I find Jesus, then I can come and I can worship and I can be part of what he's instituted in church because it's different. I'm not looking to find answers in church. I'm looking to find Jesus. And when I have Jesus in my life and I worship him, that's where everything changes. I hope that's where you, I hope you find it. I hope you have that today. And if not, I hope you lean on him. Religion is a man-made institution that is empty. It's not religion. It's Jesus. And may today, if you've not called upon him, may today you find your answer in Jesus. Again, thank you for joining us on this Tuesday morning and the opportunity to be part of your day. I greatly appreciate it, giving me just a chance to be a a part of your day just for a few moments. We hope it's a help as we continue to study through the book of Psalms. I hope you join us again tomorrow. We're going to continue where we pick left off, continuing to work, look through the book of Psalms. And uh, we know it's a help sometimes, you know, sometimes it's just a reminder that we're not alone and God is still in control and he loves us more than we could ever know. Thanks for joining us again today. We look forward to seeing you next time.